World Down Syndrome Day is marked each year on March the 21st, beginning in 2006. The 21st day of March, the third month of the year, was selected to signify the uniqueness of the triplication of the 21st chromosome, which causes Down Syndrome. The global theme for World Down Syndrome Day 2021 is We Decide. All people with Down Syndrome should have full participation in decision-making about matters relating to or affecting their lives. Once again, I'm flying solo, but Luke will be back in April, which we look forward to, but I'm very excited to have Rob and Amy Portman in studio. Rob and Amy are high school sweethearts. They've been married for 10 years and are blessed with two perfect children, their son Trey and daughter Nova. Rockstar Rob, as he is known in the motorcycle industry, is an industry leader and owner of motorcycling publication Motor Rider World. Rob has years of experience in motorcycle racing and testing as an editor, journalist, graphic designer and social media expert. Everything Rob does is at full throttle and he really gets to interview some cool people. Amy is the owner and designer of proudly South African brand Lullaby Rock, rocking baby apparel and children's clothes. Amy developed the brand out of her love and passion for music, fashion and children and noticed a gap in the market for stylish boys and gender neutral clothes. Rob and Amy's daughter Nova was born with Down syndrome and three holes in her heart. Rob and Amy share their journey in a hope to raise awareness and understanding of their very special and precious differently abled daughter. Rob and Amy, thanks so much for being here with me. So excited to have you. So Thank tell us you. about beautiful little Nova. She is just the light of our lives and um, she's two and a half now. When she was born, we basically, we got a shock. We had no idea. Um, all our scans um, didn't pick up anything. And to be very honest, we, we just at her birth felt completely overwhelmed. We I felt like I don't know enough about this. All I know is that it's supposed to be okay to terminate a pregnancy when you know the child has Down syndrome. And I feel in my heart that God didn't want me to know. He wanted me to hold her and have her in my arms when we found out so that we could see just how incredible and amazing she really was. So um, I get a bit emotional. Of course you get um, emotional <laughs> because it was, it was a huge, a, a huge thing um, her birth yes. and not knowing, um, yes. not the scans and the doctors not having picked up, yes. not only the fact that she was Down syndrome, but also that um, she had three holes in her heart, exactly. which of course as, as parents caused you, you massive concern and anxiety. Yes, um, it, was, it was quite a panic um, station. We had the most wonderful cardiologist, Dr. Harrisburg um, from Sunning Hill, come over to the Linksfield Hospital where we were. And he basically told us, this can be fixed. She will have heart surgery. And very luckily, they can sort it out. And he basically just gave, gave Robbie a big hug, came up to my room, um, put, put us at ease as, as much as possible. And then, um, yeah, and then we were, we were kind of left to our own devices with our family. Luckily, we've got an amazing support. You really do. You have really, the most incredible support structure. I, yeah, I, I, we are so grateful. Both of our families, our parents, our aunt and uncle, um, cousins, you know, sisters, everyone, and, and friends. And um, to be honest, 
when we didn't know and I, and I wish and I wish we could just know then what we knew now about sure. it um, because she's not different she's not an alien with green blood that you know mm. she is a full whole person um, she rules the roost she and really does. <laughs> she's yeah. a principal at her school. Is she the principal? Oh, okay. So not the head girl. She's actually just the principal. Yes. Yeah. Rob, earlier before we came online, we chatted, and um, Amy asked you the question, and we're not going to get into the whole Down syndrome and the chromosomes and everything, but Amy asked you last night, what is Down syndrome? And you said, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. And, and that's, that is just, it really is. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. That those early days for you, they were very, very difficult. You've also, it's been very challenging. Um, her, her heart surgery, which we all watched from the sidelines, but never quite knowing what you and Amy were going through as the parents of this beautiful child. Um, it was, it was very difficult because, like Amy said, we knew nothing about it. Um, you're given this child, we were told then and there, and you just, yes, oh. <laughs> yeah, and you just, you, you feel like after having um, Trey. You know, mm. as a parent with of a typical child, mm. um, we don't like to say normal or abnormal. Sure. We like to say typical or atypical. So when you have a, a typical child, as a parent, you worry about everything. Sure. And that is 100% normal. You know, your fears might be unfounded, but you are stressing. You know, even if they're sleeping beautifully and they don't have any health issues, you wake up all the time and now you're worrying are they breathing? <laughs> you know, mm. you just, it's a silly thing, but you worry about it. And then to be told, okay, your child could stop breathing mm. because she's got holes in her heart. When she sleeps, it's actually a problem. It's almost as if her body's going into load shedding. So every three hours, you make sure you wake her up, you shock her body, you take a wet cloth, you shock her body, and you make sure that she's breathing and you feed her and you feed her and you feed her because of her holes, she wasn't gaining weight. Mm. So, Every two to three hours, we had to make sure we were awake. Shampoo Robbie actually was um, relegated to the couch zone. Yeah. You had to sleep on the couch. You had to sleep on the couch because, um, yeah, there was no sleep happening from mm. my side. And it was just this main priority. Okay, let's get Nova to breathe. Let's get her to function. Let's get her to grow until we can fix this heart. Mm. And then we can worry about mm. everything else. Spoke earlier about this incredible sense of of your families and your, your wonderful support structure. And I think much more than that, and Amy, we're going to come to Lullaby Rock, but Rob, you have an incredible community that surrounds you in terms of the motorcycle racing fraternity, yeah. where when you take away the leathers and the helmets, there are a lot of really good people yeah. in, in that industry. And I think through Nova, the motor, motor racing industry and fraternity have learned so much, but they also really came as your community, as your tribe, yeah. to support you. Very fortunate. Also, the Binders, I mean, you know the Binder mm. family very closely as well. They came um, properly to, to the aid because the other scary thing from the beginning was financial. You, sure. You get given this baby and you don't know. You think you just want to give it the best possible life, but how are we going to do that? And luckily... Through the family, through, and I say extended family now with the racing. It is like extended. Said, it is an extended family. Um, it's worked out perfectly, and it, it was very scary at the beginning. It still is scary in many ways, but it's, I think, because we are a lot more educated. Um, and you've educated us in turn. Yeah, I think, well, that's the beauty of social media these days. Um, with Amy as well. Amy from, I remember the first night, she was still, like, very much sedated and 
didn't really know what happened. And then the next day, kind of found out we had a, a whole session. But since then, I think she's taken it by the reins and she's done so many things behind the scenes. I, I kind of stay out of it. I just, I've got a girl with Down syndrome, but it's my girl. Mm. Um, it's no other way. So Amy kind of goes into that a little bit more, whereas I just... I've You're just a dad. I'm, I'm just a dad. A really a good girl. dad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's been a positive thing. I, I'm still learning f from Amy, but yeah, as you can hear, between what we've done, yeah, Amy is definitely the, the strong one out of it. Well, I think it takes two, Rob, so I wouldn't downplay the role that you've played. Um, Amy, um, Amy with, with, with Nova, you, you have this incredible clothing brand, Lullaby Rock. Yes. And when we chatted on the phone, you said to me, your immediate thought was, okay, well now Lullaby Rock is going to have to take a complete sideline and... I now have to dedicate all of my time to Nova. And yet, you've completely turned that around and used Lullaby Rock as such an important platform. Yes, yeah, so my initial thought, um, and also it's it's from very old views, you know, that if you have a child that's got special needs, that you, you don't really have a life outside of that. And um, we have been very fortunate that Nova is very able, she's very capable, and um, we have done early intervention with her mm. from the beginning, but um, the last thing I wanted was to not have my business anymore because... It's a third that, child, yeah. Yeah, mm. it, 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 it was my firstborn child. We actually, I started it when, I, when we were battling to mm. fall pregnant and all my friends were having babies. So it's been seven years of passion and love and the last thing I wanted to do was lose that, but I would have happily given it up if I had to. Um, but then my one friend said to me, Amy, you've got a platform, you know, educate people. Um, so as the months went by and I learned more and I learned about early intervention and um, therapies and everything that could help um, our precious kids, I learned, oh, wait a minute, you know, you don't really see special needs kids in photos, um, in brands or, you know, anything like that. So for me, putting my kids in it was just a natural progression. And then I've extended it to make other people aware that you, your kids are beautiful. They don't have to just be a typical child. Um, they can wear glasses. They can have one arm. They can have no arms. They, you know, um, and it's beautiful. And they are, they are beautiful whole people with a range of emotions and a range of skills and talents, just like my typical child. He's not perfect. He's got things that, you know, mm. need, we need to work on. So just like with Nova, when we need to work on something, it's not like, oh, oh my goodness, the world's over. No, you give your child what they need. Mm. And it's simple as that. And Amy, you and, and Rob have been very generous in sharing um, your experiences with your children. And you've got an incredible blog, which is, is so real. It's so authentic. And it's a must-read blog called Knowing Nova. And through that, you've really educated people quite incredibly. What does it take to write Knowing Nova? It takes... 12 o'clock at night when the kids are sleeping, first of all. And you're you doing magazine edits. So you're yes, on the yeah. one computer sort of designing and doing the layout and I'm the writing that, of the magazine. And then I sneak in the room to see if, if I can get some. And then... <laughs> and there I am and crying. And Knowing Nova and I just leave it. Yeah, and then you just leave it. Then and it's just, just that. It. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's doing knowing, knowing Nova, so just leave it there, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very much um, a therapy for me, and I think I didn't even realize it was a therapy until it kind of evolved, but it's just 
when I'm overwhelmed with so many things and it's just sort of an outlet mm. to just let people know that we are just humans, just trying, you know, I'm just a mom trying to do the best um, for my little treasure. treasure. And um, yeah, she, she inspires me, mm. you know. I want her to be the best she can be. I don't want, I don't want people to think that I'm not happy or proud of her. Like she's amazing. I don't want to change her. Mm. I just want her to be the best she can be. And if she reaches um, her best self, then that's the biggest reward from from any parent, not just from a special needs parent. But I think Ames also from the beginning. I remember it, it was a big thing for her to, if there's parents or especially mothers going through what she went through, she wants him to have the support because she didn't know. Mm. You know, We were sitting there going, okay, well, what mm. now? So we had the family support, but not everyone has that. Mm -hmm. So Amy, I know even till day, today, still does a couple of things where she's had mother's phone her from the hospital saying this has happened. Mm. You know, and, and we were lucky. We, we got onto the, the Facebook page, the Dancing Room Facebook page, and that's also like this incredible network of people that just are proud of it. Yeah. And I think that was the thing with Knowing Nova. Amy just didn't want... It was a selfless act in a way. It was about Nova for sure, but it was about I don't want anyone else to go through what we mm. did and not have the support. Unfortunately, the doctors um, almost acted as if it was a bad thing. Oh, what's wrong? Mm. Yeah. And they they almost treated it like a death. Mm. So so there's two parts. In in one way, you are going to mourn the loss of your typical child mm. because you had. Your yeah, own dreams of yeah, and had, expectations. Yeah, we were going to have this normal child. Because you've got yeah. Trey. A, a girl version of Trey. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Exactly. But mm. on the other hand, I just wish that the doctors had said, your child is perfect yeah. mm. and your child has Down syndrome. And a friend actually said that to me um, because I may, I've made a few friends. I made a, a, a special friend even recently now, with um, also with a child with Down syndrome. And... Um, and she also didn't have a good experience from the, the doctors initially. Um, so it almost takes away the joy of a birth. Correct. You know, so it's it takes time and you're allowed to mourn and you're and you allowed should mourn. to and you should mourn. Yes. And then you should um, just educate yourself. And as the months went on and it got to almost her first birthday, I thought, okay, now I need to make this birthday the happy mm. happiest time of my life because her birth was was not was very mm. and, and it, it was mm. and, and I think it's an, anal an, an analogy that I'd like to share with you so my very good friend Kay Ross who's from the Marion Rose Foundation she shared it with me having read it on the village which is one day when your children are teenagers then the village is the group that you have to have to be on and someone had written that it's like travel so if you look at it you're planning a trip to Italy You've booked your tickets, you're going to Italy, and you've chosen exactly what you're going to do. You're going to go to Venice and see the gondolas, you're going to go to Pisa and eat ice cream, you're going to go to Florence and the Rialto Bridge. All of it's very planned and you're very, very excited for it. And you board the airplane and the pilot says, we're going to Schiphol, we are landing in Amsterdam, we're going to Holland. Yes. And it's not a worse experience, no. it's a different experience. Yes. So now going to Holland, you're going to see the tulips and the windmills and you're going to um, experience uh, strip waffles and all sorts of things. And isn't that a lovely analogy where yes. the plane is just going to somewhere different, mm. but you almost will feel sad that you hadn't got what you'd planned. Yes. 
but you can also celebrate that you're doing something completely different. And I think exactly. so often people say, well, you've got a beautiful child. You must just be happy. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to, to mourn the loss. And exactly. I remember speaking to Luke extensively after, after Nova was born. And I spoke to Rob a lot after her birth. And and that, that feeling of, of mourning and mm. also being very out of your depth. Mm. It's scary mm. enough having a typical child. Yes. But now having an atypical child, it's like, oh, my goodness. What, mm. what, how, how do we progress from here? Yes, how do we navigate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that message to, to parents is such an important one. Yes. And, and, Rob, especially what you said was that um, Down syndrome is the most beautiful thing in the entire world. Earlier, you spoke about Nova being the principal of her school. Yeah. And something for me that I think is, is so important and I wish was available uh, to more South Africans is that Nova um, at age two and a half is in a mainstream school. Yeah. Yes. Don't you want to tell us why you chose a mainstream school and the experiences of Nova and, of course, her classmates? We were lucky that we found out about this mainstream school through uh, cousins, good cousins of Amy's actually side. Um, and we kind of thought, what do we do? And you know, we made, letting Nova go was a big thing for Amy because she just wanted to hold on to a child. Same with the tray. We both wanted to. We we both very attached parents. You know, we love our kids. And, and Trey did look very smart on his first day no, of school lo- in his little uniform. Yeah, no, he, he looked it. absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> loved you. it. And we just saw with Nova the way she was acting with Trey and that, again, it's we have our beautiful baby girl. So Amy investigated with us the school that she's at, and it was very late. I mean, she takes X amount of kids, and it's you've got to really book. So we were way off the mark. And luckily, this the, the, the teacher from this the school just kind of had this feeling that Nova was coming and opened her arms and welcomed, in, uh, welcomed her into the school. And it's been the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Even I took Nova to therapy the other day because Ames was busy, and her therapist said, the three months that mm. Nova has been mm. at the school, and we've seen it at home. It's, it's, you can't believe it. She's independent. She's, she's, she's independent. Yeah. She's got, you know, you don't want your kids to whine about things and and fight. Amy, you know, she fights with Amy every morning to put her clothes <laughs> on and her shoes. I'm grateful that she. But yeah, has you the want that to because now now yeah. it's a bit more of the okay. Well, now that's what traded. When he was younger, mm-hmm. kids don't want to put shoes and clothes on. She, you know, she's not they want to wear gumboots and tutus. She wants to do and her own thing. And absolutely. Then, and then yeah. when she gets her clothes on, we've got these little mirrors uh, as cabinets, and she just stands in front of the mirror and looks at herself and is so proud of herself. So, <laughs> I, yeah, it's been it's been the best decision ever. And I mean, I mean, the school that she's at, we things happen for a reason. I've, mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe that. Absolutely. And this this is one of those things for sure. We're so great. And the impact, what about the impact on the other children in a class? Because maybe if we were all introduced to atypical children from yes. a very young age, I think, and, and, and it's all about seeing the world through other children's eyes or atypical children's eyes rather than trying to get them to fit into our world. Exactly. It's honestly the the best thing that could have ever happened, not just for Nova, but for the other children as well. Mm. Because... Having a child with, with Down syndrome or, or, or something else, I guess, anything could apply to, it just makes you really realize what is actually important. What is, what is it? What is the most important thing? It's not having things. No. It's having connections. And we've got the most beautiful connection with this child. And people who meet her, they feel the same way. I, I feel like her, her heart and her soul is just the most like you can't open, take her to beautiful thing because she wants to say hello to every single <laughs> you can't one. Be miserable. To everybody. She wants to, you, you, you know, can't be that, that quote ever, that I said smiles. about Down syndrome being the greatest thing ever. It's because I look at 
now that the more that I know, and just specifically with Nova, you know, I, people say Down syndrome is different. I don't think, I think we're different. We are. We are yeah. corrupt. We are angry. We are, you know, we, we break relationships. You know, we are, humanity is, is, is tough at the moment. It's, it's not a great thing if you look what's happening. And with Nova, there's none of that. Mm. You know, when I raise my voice or like I give her the face, she just, she melts. And not because I'm shouting at her, because she doesn't want that. Mm. She, it's just pure. And that's, that's why I kind of just go straight to that line because it's, yes, I wish the world could have more of that could be more more like nova amy um you sent me some information before we started and it's something that certainly um i'm going to actually print it and put it on my wall just to remind me um but you speak about nova being two and a half which she is now and you say she is my greatest teacher my biggest cheerleader and my smile therapist and i would do anything for her and never want to change anything about her so nova has changed all of our lives. And I want to thank you for the gift of Nova because you've shared so generously and so authentically this beautiful little girl. Um, all I can think of now is Nova eating an ice cream. And I think that is just, you spoke about being pure and just being good. It's just the most beautiful mm-hmm. photograph. In closing, child, uh, parents of children, typical children, what is your message to them in terms of engaging with atypical children? There's no big secret. Just be yourself. Ask questions. Ask about Nova. We, we here to we had to educate. We understand that just as we felt like we didn't know what was going on or what to expect, we completely understand that other people won't know what to you know. And you almost you almost feel like oh I need to guard myself. I need to block myself off. No, just be open. Ask questions. Um, we just like everyone else. So we. And actually, she's a lot more friendly than a lot of kids. So <laughs> she'll wave. She'll say hi. We w- we'd love to, you know, educate and make friends and let her just be accepted for who mm. she is. The happy little soul. Um, she can get feisty. Mm. But, Good, um, but she <laughs> takes off to her mother. And yes. she should be feisty. <laughs> we want feisty women. Definitely. Yes, we do. Um, she's a little boss babe. And you're always so proud of her. <laughs> she looks like a, like a book. You get a book and it's a book you can't put down and it's a book you want to learn and, and know more about. And when you do, it's, it's just better for everyone. Robin, Amy Portman, I'm so incredibly grateful for you speaking to me today, for educating me every day and for sharing your children's photographs, knowing Nova. I am so incredibly grateful. Our next podcast is on World Autism Awareness Day on Friday the 2nd of April. We are in conversation with Susan Daly and Dr. D. Blackie. Please subscribe today so that you never miss a conversation.